What up, what up? Welcome to the Crown of Stitch podcast. My name is Nick Engvall. I'm with my guy Dexter to talk about some fitteds. We're going to get into a little bit of, uh, let's call this the evolution of fonts or the evolution of hat logos. Because if you're not really paying attention or if you're not digging in deep into hats, sometimes you can miss the little minor tweaks that happen from year to year, from collection to collection. So we want to get into the nitty gritty with this one. But we're going we're gonna to share some, too, that we have with us, so it'll be a fun one. Um, but before we get into that, what's good, man? How you doing? Um, I'm doing pretty good, man. I got my uh, Keith Remembrance White T on. He's out there <laughs> on the da- baseball or the softball diamond getting his, uh, getting his Will Clark JT Snow on right now, you know? <laughs> yep, 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 me too, yeah. Actually, uh, we should talk a little bit about that. Um, it's kind of dope. As a Giants fan, there's probably I, – I mean, I, I really – I'm bummed that I didn't get to go to the Will Clark uh, ceremony this weekend because, you know, we've talked about him on the pod before. He's one of those guys that we looked up to growing up and just, man, absolutely beautiful swing. Um, And to be honest, like he came from an era where the logo was actually probably the most simple Giants logo. The SF was the most simple it ever was back then. You know, it didn't have the the character that it has now let's say but um we'll get into that in a minute but i i was gonna say it was cool that they actually you know they actually postponed that for two years to get to this point and have that retire jersey number retirement ceremony whatever um and you know put it up in in the park and i thought it was really dope that they that they did postpone it because one like he is he is you know absolutely you know, everybody thinks of Barry Bonds, but if you're a Giants fan, like, you know, Jack Clark, Will Clark, Chili Davis, Candy Maldonado, that '80s crew was was like the the start of the battles with Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco across the bay, right? Like before we got to the World Series, before both sides grew into the World Series, we watched these kids come up. You know, I mean, we were all little kids then too, but they were so young and so just fresh and excited and, you know, just playing the game like intensely. And it was really cool that, that they actually postponed that for a couple of years due to the pandemic and stuff, because I think one, Will Clark is now on social media. He's now a, you know, a, I forget what the official title is, but he works for the team as an ambassador essentially is kind of like a, just a, a, a an experienced voice in the team for the giants. And, I think that's such a cool thing to do. And a, and a lot of teams do that in, in Major League Baseball. And honestly, I would love to see that in other sports. I think that, like, you know, as a Kings fan, you know, it would be dope to see Chris Webber involved with the team more regularly. It would be dope to see Jason Williams or Mike Bibby or any of those guys take a more public position as, like, you know, genuine fans of the, of the team and the organization because it allows – the younger generation, the older generation and, and everyone in between to, to stay connected. And I say that because I, it, it really kind of got me, you know, if you follow sneaker history, you probably follow um, my friend Andrew is Sneaker Preservation Society. And he and I are, are massive Will Clark fans going way back. We've been talking about, you know, we text each other through the ceremony and just, uh, you know, it kind of got me thinking, like, what's that? What's the next generation have? Because. My my nephew is, you know, 10. Right. And he came he 
became a Kings fan during the DeMarcus Cousins era. But, you know, like it was devastating. He was crying when when DeMarcus Cousins left the Kings, you know, because that was his first true like superstar to look up to. And, you know, I mean, that's always going to happen in today's game, no matter what sport you're in. But I, I just thought it was really interesting that they were able to kind of bring him bring Will Clark back into the the team and not only educate the next generation on where they came from and who was there for, for those, you know, crazy runs, but also we've talked about it, right? The Greg Maddox grand slam in the playoffs, you know, it was like, you know, I mean, I'll let you talk about it cause you brought it up before, <laughs> but yeah, like it changed the sport that, that, that game, that pitch changed the sport. Yeah. So I was at work and I, I couldn't watch it. I saw some clips. I saw some pictures on Twitter and I saw, you know, that they had a lot of the other greats out there. And it seems like, I mean, the Giants, I don't know if they were the first to do it. I know the Yankees do this. But on the West Coast, for sure, the Giants are the leader when it comes to keeping their old guys around and making sure they got a paycheck and keeping them, you know, close to the new, you know, stuff. Like, because let's just say you're younger than me. You don't know. You don't have old baseball cards and you don't have, you know, the knowledge of who Willie McCovey and Willie Mays are, and all these old guys, you know. But the Giants keep them around. You know, they keep a job for them. You know, obviously they're past and everything. But same thing with the Will Clarks of the day. Like, they did, they weren't making hundreds of millions dollars contract, you know. So, like, I don't know if yeah. they'll still have, like, Buster and the Brandons will still be around unless they're coaching just to be in that, you know, ambassador role, whatever you're actually doing. I mean, pretty much you're just being around the new, you know, crew and, you know, you – you're, you're, you're showing your face. You're there. You know, you're helping out whenever you can. You're at bad in practice. You're, you know, and then stuff like this. You know, they have all the OGs come out. You know, it's super dope. But, um, yeah, like Will Clark, like, but between McCovey and, and Will Clark, which is probably a good at least 15, 20 years, it was pretty bleak, especially at first base. But, like, now we have the JT Snows. And then we had, um, who else we have at JT Snow? I know Brandon Belt is like, you know, the, the fixture now. But it was pretty bleak, you know, yeah. when we were talking about those basic SF logo giant jerseys of the 80s, and then they had the orange jerseys and they had the pullovers and everything. It was it was it was pretty ugly. But in between there until real Clark came, and you know, brought some uh, some prominence back to the Bay, you know. Yeah, definitely, man. And, you know, it's it's one of those things, too, because it, it did, you know, it seems we remember the wins, right? We remember those big moments, but. You know, there was a good like two, three, four years leading up to 89, 88, 89, 90, when they were really competitive, where the team was, it was, it was in rough shape, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I was going to say too, like for people that don't know that, that moment I was mentioning about Greg Maddox, right? Uh, 89 World Series, or 89 uh, NLCS National League Championship Series in Chicago, uh, Will Clark is, is up to bat. The bases are loaded. The Giants are down by two, I want to say. And essentially, you see, we're watching on TV, and you see Greg Maddox say, I'm going to go with a fastball. And Will Clark saw the same thing being on the diamond and just rips one out to right field yeah, he and knows Wrigley. exactly what's slam. coming, and, you know. He knows exactly what's coming and he just crushes it. And I think, well, for sure that moment, you know, he talked about it after that and it's kind of been like the, uh, the, you know, 
it's it's one of those like just baseball stories that will get passed on for generations, most likely, because from that moment now, when you see a pitcher and a coach and, and a team on the mound talking, everybody's got the glove over their face because yeah. of that moment. Basically, it forever shifted the way that communication happened. And obviously now we got, you know, I don't know if it's going back in time, but it seems like we got like beepers and recorders and like all this shit on the mound and trying to stuff stuff in your hat now this year and people can't can't talk. It's just I get it. A lot of sign stealing going on out there as a as a as a baseball fan. I understand it. So Astros but, uh, messed it up too, yeah. man, with you know, banging on the trash cans. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like nothing sacred anymore. Uh, but I mean that's part of the game. Totally. Totally. And and it's interesting because like you know, we talked a little bit about it before. Like baseball as much as I love it and I nerd out about it and like, you know, I want to talk about where the next pitch is at. I want to talk about within like inches of where the pitch is going to be like the strategy behind it. Like that's just the nerdiness for me, but like it's not bringing in new fans because there's not excitement the way other sports have it, you know? So it's, it's, I'm glad that these changes happen. Obviously some things you, you end up missing down the road. Some things, are for the better. But um, yeah, I I think that's a good, uh, like just a good jumping off point though, because the giants logo back then, um, and we're we're not really talking about script logos with the, with the team spelled out. Right. We're talking about like, I'm wearing this, this uh, old New York giants hat with the polo grounds logo on side. You know, we're just really talking about like the, the the lettered logos and and the variations that come um, on this episode. But before I get into that, actually, let's let's read a review because we got a couple of reviews. If you haven't left us a review over on Apple Podcasts, uh, definitely do so. The link will be in the description wherever you're taking this in. If you're on YouTube, hit, hit that like button. Help us out. We're trying to grow this. We're almost to 100 subscribers on the channel. And, you know, it'd be hey, nice because comment, then we can on. do a little Say bit more here and there. So talk to us. Yeah, we talk. Let back. us know what you think. <laughs> exactly. Um, so MLP, who is one of our uh, big supporters from the Discord, basically... Uh, left a review that said, I've been wearing caps my whole life, but the whole industry has changed since it first started. The Crown of Stitch crew helps put it all into perspective for me. They're popping off with information about a whole new world of colors, styles, and drops. The information they're filling your head with will make you go up a cap size. (laughs) At least by listening, you'll know what to get, where to get it, and when to get it. So shout out to MLP. We appreciate you, man. Thanks for supporting everything we do. It really means the world to me. Um, and yeah, we're just trying to fill your heads full of knowledge. You know, we're trying to get you, we're trying to get you that bochi size. We want to get you to that eight and a quarter. That's right. Fill that brain up with nothing but knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Hat won't even fit anymore. That's right. <laughs> oh man. So before I start getting into these, these Giants logos that I got next to me, why don't you, why don't you tell them what you're rocking today? Oh, so if you watched the last episode, I was talking about all the ugly logos, and I started off with the two Tigers logos, where it's a, a drawing of a tiger, and one of them is a kindergarten style, and the other one is like, he's on some substances, Tiger, poor guy, got a little too much tranquilizer. This is about the same time as that 1927 super ugly kindergarten logo. This is what they probably wore on the field was just a basic D and then that tiger they was probably on a jacket or a sleeve or on a, a a program if you went to the stadium or something like that they didn't wear the the logos like that on the 
on their hats. But yeah, yeah that that uh that logo is bananas, and I think like there's just beauty in the simplicity of it, right? Like sometimes it just gets to be too much to, to have yeah. all the the extras that come along with the the evolution of logos. So not to not to like knock this Detroit logo, right? But like this is this is about as iconic of a logo as it gets, right? Exactly. It's the evolution is. we're talking about here. We had this very basic white here D, and then you have the superscript with all the what do you what do you call all those little extra little uh, bits on the side? I forget. I think it's serifs. Yeah, there we go. There we go. But, there we go. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's you know, it's, it's one of those. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but it's interesting, right? Because to a certain point, it's great, right? Like this logo is, you know, has been essentially knocked off from every corner of the world, right? You've got mm-hmm. like, you know, you've got fear of God, uh, Benny Gold. You've got like undefeated. You've got all these like streetwear brands that have knocked it off. Yeah, maybe other it's baseball teams who've knocked them off. Baseball teams have knocked it off. Uh, the Birmingham Barons being one of them, right? Like their B is directly off of the design of the Detroit logo. Um, not that it doesn't look dope. I mean, it's it's kind of like one of those things where when you get a good font and you get a, a good look, you might as well, right? But yep. it, and and I don't mean that not knocking it off in a bad way. I think like for some of that stuff, like that's how these logos become like kind of legendary, right? Uh, it makes me think of a. Uh, you know, like a lot of the skate brands, right? Like they, they, a lot of skate and a lot of hip hop brands will take, uh, an SF logo and turn it into, you know, a variation or take an LA logo and turn it into a variation an NYC or an NY logo. And it's like, you know, there's so many ways you can spin that. And I think that also helps drive back to the original kind of concept that we're talking about here. But with the giants for, for instance, um, well, first, I was going to show this one because the Giants obviously started in New York, which is this hat. This is, a, I want to say, the, the 50s is this one. Um, sorry, this is, this is a little bit older, like the, the 40s, I want to say, and then the patches from the 60s. But this is the, the Giants logo from New York in the 60s, which is, you know, not like crazy different, but obviously cleaned up kind of brought in a little bit tighter of a design. Yeah. Way tighter. And, and like, you know, the Mets logos now are a variation of this that are just even yeah. more condensed and, and more compact. So that's kind of the start of that conversation. But I think with, when, when they came to the, to the West coast, um, oh, I forgot to bring that flat logo, but this is a, this is basically it, right? Like this is a 49er version. Um, of the Giants or 49er colorway. I forget what they, this pack was called. This is from a couple years back from a uh, hat club. But um, basically no no changes, you know, no no little extras on there, no serifs, right? It's it's yeah. essentially just a basic S and an S. It's almost like this D I have, each other. but not as broad. Yep, exactly. And that's very much like, for us as Giants fans, that's very much like 80s baseball. Like this is kind of the the, the vibe the logo before was actually a little bit thinner. And if you go watch the last episode, my latest pickup prior to this episode was the, uh, the anchor steam beer pack from 
uh, hat club and that logo is flat and a little, even a little bit thinner on top of it. Right. So it, it takes it in just a tiny bit more. And as they go, it just continues to, to evolve. Right. Like, um, this is kind of like a, a fatter. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Yeah. That's a so good one. 58 to 72. And you keep rotating. Yeah, and we so have, that's, nope. This guy. And we have, nope, nope. 73 to 76. And then there's, 77 to 82 and then we start getting into the one you have 83 to 93 yep only one year this is the bonds uh forget about it i'm hitting everything out the park logo (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then finally the one we have today 94 to now yeah they actually went back to that one after yeah. after it went away for a couple of years. So that's a, another interesting thing I was going to bring up. And I want to ask you what you think about it. So this is a, a Warriors, you know, like hack from Hack Club, essentially, where they just, this, this Batterman is pretty dope. But Warriors jersey colors, but they add that extra layer on. So this technically would be like the 01 to 02 logo year. But I don't think that people think of it that way now. And if I'm... Being brutally honest, this is like my least favorite Giants logo because I I I like the way that it adds depth to to the logo in certain instances. Yeah. But I also just love the simplicity of a single color on it. And it's interesting because that too has become a a platform for people to change and, you know, make their own custom and make their own versions and, you know, Hat Club, Topper Store, Lids, all these companies are dropping fitteds. And using that because it gives them one more color to tie into that logo. So how do you feel about like that evolution and, and where's like where do you land on terms of like your favorites? Um, okay, so I agree with you on one hundred percent on that. I personally this is my favorite Giants logo. This is one of my favorite logos, period. But that one with the extra layers on the back, you're right. If you're doing these crazy collections and packs where you need the extra colors, then that's perfect for it. But that hat by itself, that was nah. It's just it's too much. It's just you know, like like we were talking about how they have all these City Connect jerseys where it's just you're doing so much crazy shit. Like I like the simplicity. I may sound old, but whatever, fine. Like. Give me just that, you know, that cream jersey with the numbers, no name on the back. You know, I want the same thing with the hat logo, just black hat. You can throw an orange bill in there. That's fine. But just a white logo or whatever color variation, like like your your, your Niners one right there. Right. It still has all the colors, yeah. but it still has that simple 80s Giants logo. That's that's where I'm I'm, I'm rocking. Yes. And that's usually how I am. And I was actually trying to find one of my A's hats to show, but like, I'm sure you got one back there, but the A's logo is actually slightly different to me because it actually doesn't, it's so this logo without the background color is super complicated, right? Like there's so many points on it that adding another color just makes it look like it takes away, you know, from the people aren't going to know what you're rocking from, from, you know, down the street in, in a lot of times. But I think with the A's logo, I love I don't know when it what era it it is, but like the A's did like black hats with a green logo with a white, white background or white surround for a little while. And then like obviously there's variations of that from the hat clubs (laughs) of the world. But 
Yeah. But that's like one of my favorites because it, it like accentuates the actual logo itself. It makes it just pop off the hat that much more. But I don't know. It's, it's interesting because I think the Giants logo is like it's like almost and maybe it's just me being super fan. You know, I'm just like, don't mess with it. It's good. Yeah. But adding that background almost like complicates it too much for to, to make it as enjoyable as it could be. It's kind of like if you listen to our side patches episode, like this is a this is obviously like one of my favorite. I wear this all the time. It's sweat stains and all on here. But this logo is the 61 All-Star game. But you can't even see that because it's it's gold on white and the colors yeah. don't, you know, it's it's so like the, it's super dope. But because the colors aren't like contrasting enough and it's so small and the, the details are kind of like almost like washed out because there's so much going on with it. It makes it hard to, to really recognize what it is from, you know, unless you've got it in hand. Right. And that's one thing that I always kind of come back to with with like the way these logos are presented is. You know, if they could keep from going too far down that path, if they've already evolved and and the hat, you know, the logo has turned into something that's got a little bit more to it, you know, then, you know, you just don't need the duplicates like the the, the old New York's. It, you don't need anything else The same with the Mets, you know, like you don't need anything else. You don't need more layers to that. Sometimes you want to wear something crazy and like you could go. I've seen people customize it where you've got like two, three, four layers deep on that embroidery. And I think, you know, it's not for me, it's a cool way to like express yourself, but it's, it, it just takes away from the, the beauty of some of these logos that I think are so perfect to begin with. Exactly. So speaking of, I'm gonna drop a couple of my, uh, we've done giants giants. You guys are good. Done your job. But, um, a couple of my favorite of these scripts, we're talking about A's. So, Let's go with the Kansas City A's. I know I wear this hat pretty often, but oh yeah, look at that. I mean, that's like it's got the little yeah. serifs, as you say, but they're not crazy, you know. They're, yep. It's just like perfectly detailed. So this is the Kansas City Athletics right here before they were in the Kansas City Royals, and uh, to me, it's just it's just clean. It's perfect. It looks old school, but it doesn't look like you know dated. You know, it's just a perfect combination yeah. of all of that, and then. It's probably the most classic of uh, hip hop baseball logos, but just that, just that White Sox, you know, oh, like yeah. the the S with that little extra little. That's just yep. that's kind of like what I was talking about with the Dodgers. I mean, not Dodgers, the uh, Detroit uh, Tigers. God, strike my soul! I just said Dodgers. My God, but um, <laughs> look, it's just it's it's perfect. Like you 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 see this logo, you know exactly what the hat is, you know. Yeah, and they don't need to touch yeah. that. That that thing's done. Never again. Yep, that's one of my favorites of all time, by far. If there comes yeah, a time I mean, when somebody in the in the office is like, "Hey, I think we need to update our," somebody needs to slap right there. Just no, <laughs> never, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, outside of like the ones we mentioned, you know, Mets, Yankees, kind of kind of standard. Um, Sox, Giants, A's, obviously, as, as you know, fans of Bay Area sports, hard for us to not just get stuck up on all those and get into the nitty gritty with it. But uh, what are the other, and you mentioned Detroit, obviously, what, what are the, some of the other kind of letter logos that you can think of? You know, how do you feel about like the, the Cardinals, for instance? 
Is it Cardinals? You know, is, like because it's it's okay. And like there was a St. Louis Browns team back in the day that was like probably the worst baseball team in history, and they are now the Baltimore Orioles. But there, I like theirs. I like their STL better than the Cardinals. I don't know if that's just because it's rare and I wasn't alive for any of that, but. You know, it's okay. It's standard. I, I hate the team, but like the logo, it's 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 all right. I tell you, the ones I really don't like is uh, San Diego, that SD, that Dookie Brown we talked about, and uh, Tampa Bay. It's like Tampa Bay. It's like you might as well just put the put the ray on there because that TB just looks <laughs> it looks hungry. It just looks like it's missing something. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny you don't like the the Padres logo. I actually so I. On the Sneaker History podcast, if you ever listen, I, I can't stand brown shoes. Like, I, I don't want any brown shoes. I don't care what about if Timberlands. Like, no, I don't. I don't fuck with Timberlands at all. Man. Like, I, I, I lived in New York for two years and I never wore boots. Give me some Jordan threes and I'll make it through the winter. Oh, um, man. But, and you know, don't get me wrong. You, I, I'm not knocking it. Like, you could wear them, but for me, like, I don't. It's yeah. not my thing at all. Um, but. The Padres logos, other than the years that they had the yellow and the orange, like I actually really like the brown and the orange on the Padres stuff. Like that was one of my favorite kind of the early, not the earliest Tony Gwynn era, but like the the like, you know, like three or four years into the league Tony Gwynn era where they switched right before they got to like, you know, the basically the Navy that they're basically yeah. at now. Right. Um, and I. I don't know why, because I don't like the color brown on, on anything at all, hardly. But for some reason, that logo with just the orange on it. I mean, orange still my favorite favorite color. So I pretty much would be OK with it on any other background color. But I don't know. It's it's one of those things that I, I definitely I would have never thought that I would like like that as much as I do. But I actually really like that. And the SD is super simple, so I, I'm not mad at it at all. I don't think I think it's one of those things where, like, they just had it sim- simple and they hadn't messed it up the way like a lot of teams would experiment with it and change it. And you know, how many times have we are, we've only done maybe 15 episodes of this show. And every, I would say every two, three episodes, we're talking about a team that like botched their logo. They're like, Oh, let's move away from something only to go back to it five years later. You know, <laughs> so. see, I, I, I feel like that's, that's them. That's San Diego. Like they were, they were Brown and yellow, which is a, a a terrible combination and i felt like they were like man let's try to be like the giants a little bit and throw some some orange on this brown it's like <laughs> oh no get away from the brown period or do like i don't know man i don't i just don't feel like brown is like what other team has ever had a brown except the browns the st louis browns yeah. and the cleveland browns what other team is like you know what we're going to go brown is our 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 color yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's what I actually like about it, though. It's different, <laughs> you know. Like, it's okay. I mean, we could get into the the Cleveland Browns. Like, I don't even understand how Cleveland Browns becomes the dog pound and all of that stuff. So that's a whole other can of worms that we'll yeah. save for another conversation. But that's 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 way team too nicknames, deep and depressing, man. right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But um, all right. So let us know what your favorite letter logos are your ev- the favorite evolutions maybe any of those things drop a comment if you're listening if you're watching on youtube um and sh- hit that link Dro- join us in the discord let's t- chop it up in between these episodes and 
We'll get to know you. Maybe you'll be on the show with us and we'll chop it up with you on the show someday. There we go. Uh, but before before we bounce, what what do you want to do? We got rocking. Uh, we got kicks and fits. I almost said rocking and copping, but I do have that. Um, and then I got a I got a box in here that I haven't opened, so I don't know what's in it. And I could open. All it. All right, let's end with the unbox. Let's just do the kicks and fits right. first. You ready with yours? All right. Uh, I can be. You ready? You yeah. can go start. Okay, I, I, I'll do it. All right. So, fitted hat. Going back to that A's, just classic script. We're talking about this logo right here. This is actually. The 84, oh, 84 Giants yeah, that's Ace a crossover. You know, also got Bart doing the moon over here. But um, so <laughs> since it has the Giants orange on there and it's red, I mean, it's green. I thought to mix it up with the uh, Nike Air Tailwind Stranger Things. Oh, right nice. Here, yeah. Because it has the orange, you know, it has the. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. You know, that's what I got. Good, good call. Good call. All right, so I, I got this is a uh, this is one I've been wanting to talk about because if you watch, you could see it behind me here too. But um, I, I need to find a new pair of these. This is the, the the Barry Sanders Zoom Turf, but this is the Michael Schumacher version from like '97. They oh, made damn. a retro a few years back. This one you can see is kind of just falling apart. I, I'm you know I can't I can't really do much with it at this point as far as wearing it, but. Um, Displays. And because I broke out this one, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. Niners. Yeah. yeah. That's almost like a Deion Sanders uh, <laughs> combo right it, there. It feels like it. Yeah, it feels like a Deion shoe. That's what I was going to say. But, um, yeah, if you if you got a size 13 or know somebody that has one, definitely hit me up. I'm I'm definitely down. Scoop a new pair. But um, what uh, you got any new pickups? You want to talk about a new pickup, or you want to, want me to just rip this box open? I got a new pickup. Can you tell one. I'm waiting to whip? The, can you tell I'm waiting to rip this box open? I I realized that I hadn't opened it yet, and I was like, "What the hell did I buy?" I got this uh, <laughs> oh. Seattle Mariners uh, cool fashion uh, nice. NBA. It's got the Mariners with the Supersonics colors. You know, got this from Hat yeah, Club. That is fire. Yeah, I had I, I had to grab one. I was like. And, you know, recently they've been having some of those hats have just been sitting there. I was like, oh, OK, maybe the maybe these young kids are on to the new fad. That's perfect for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Yep. I saw those, too. And I was like, ah, I got to I got to I got to be smart about my spinning. That's how I also am about to rip this open. And I don't remember what I got. So but how smart PayPal, am I really being? <laughs> PayPal paying for it, it, it comes through in the clutch. I'm like, oh, cool. I, I ain't got to spend this whole $55 today. Cool. Here's 12. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yep. You know, what's funny too, is like, uh, I, I always, I always like when I have PayPal money, it's almost like fake money. It's like, oh, it's not, it's in my PayPal. So I don't even got to think about it. Like being real and coming out of the, the main account, you know, like, so I always ju ju justify all that shit with ridiculous things in my head of, why I don't need to hold back, but so this this is actually from Ch Topper Store. Uh, Love Topper Store. I don't, I don't remember. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, uh -oh. I remember this. Yeah, this is great. Something on there, but oh shit. Hang on, hang on. I got, I gotta get, gotta get the card out of here. Speaking of uh, those Rays hats, got the Elliot Johnson card here. Who the hell is Terrible Elliot Johnson? TB logo. 
This I is mean, my last topper stoker. Defensive right versi- here. versatility. Cliff Ford. Damn, that's an old school. Yeah, I this mean, is uh, a Ellie Johnson rookie card. 89 or 1990. Well, this is a 2008 Score. for me, but. So, this is a. Uh, oh, what's that? San, San, San Jose. No, San, San Francisco Seals, right? Yeah, San Francisco Seals in the Giants colors. Shout out to Joe from uh, the Discord for hitting me up and, and letting me know that they restocked this one because I missed my size the first time around. But, uh, yeah, super dope. I mean, I, I, I'm i getting, like, super obsessed over the variations in the yeah. Giants logos throughout the, or the SF logos throughout the years. Obviously, and, this, and isn't this perfect that this is the episode the that, you, that you bust that but, out for? But, yeah, that's <laughs> great, yeah. But, yeah, man, this is a good one. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like that's kind of like one of those unspoken collector things when it comes to fitteds, right? Like, just going after all the variations of, like, your core colors team, you know. And we'll get into that in a in a future episode probably because I, I feel like I feel like I feel like I, I probably might have stepped on some toes in the way that I was trying to explain that before with, like, the Greenville Reds or – you know, even like the Tampa Bay minor league teams have like just the TB with a new like with like a new team lo- name or whatever. But to me, you know, I'm I'm nerding out about it, too. Like black and orange San Jose Giants, black and orange Sacramento River Cats. I, I've tried to get the black and orange uh, Richmond F- Flying Squirrels, but they sold out of my size, literally ordered it and they canceled my order. Oh, no, I don't know. Damn. So they just didn't have that in stock apparently, but maybe I'll get it on the on the secondary market somehow. But yeah, it's one of those things. San Francisco Seals, it's what? That's like twenties, thirties? Uh, well, I mean no, so, Seal Stadium it, it runs Seal before Stadium, up to fifty four, basically. Yeah, they, yeah. They, when they first got here they played Seal Stadium. My aunt always tells yeah. me how uh when they first got here and like Seal Stadium was there for like a, a pretty decent time, even after they moved on to Candlestick and then like it was just pretty dope. Like I have that hat, but I have the the uh, the blue and white, which I guess is, was their original colors. And then yeah. I have the yeah. the the Negro League seals with just like that seal on the logo on there. And I think yeah, that's blue that and dope. orange. Yeah. But yeah, yeah they like Pokemon, uh, man. Got to catch the them all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. What's the name of that jersey company? Uh, it's not Mitchell and Ness, but it's like the other kind of nostalgia oh, jersey man. company. Um, you know what I'm talking about? They actually made a uh, Seals jersey a few years back, and I kicked myself because I didn't grab it. I bet you if I do a real quick search, I'll be if I look for Ebbets, San Francisco. Ebbets, there you go. Right? Yeah, they. Yeah, yeah. and their Ebbets, shit's like wool. Yeah, it is like it's like real old school on field stuff. Yeah, which props to all those guys that Ebbets. played baseball back in the day because. I'm I'm not capable of playing. Uh, it's hard enough to play in the new stuff, man. Oh, I'm a, I'm a wuss when it comes to overheating, man. <laughs> Wool flannel with the felt numbers on there. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The blue and white was their colors. Yeah. It's or cool that we, it, you know, speaking of all the evolution, right? It's cool that we we got away from that like heavy wool, heavy patches. Got got more modernized with the with the. I mean, you say that, but I, think, I feel like today. it made them tougher back then. You know, 
Oh, probably, yeah. Doing, yeah. doing a yeah. double header. There's no such thing as night games. <laughs> out there with a big wool sweater on, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, man. Yep. Not to mention, they're probably, you know, they probably all flashed up. You know, they all got, got a little something-something in the back pocket. Yeah. And it was definitely not chewing, <laughs> chewing tobacco. tobacco. <laughs> well, they're chewing tobacco and they're sipping something, too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At 10.30 oh, in the man. morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Waking up. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, cool, man. Well, hey, that's a pretty good episode. Anything else you got to share with the folks before we get out of here? Um, Nope. Squatchy gang, man. I got an orange one on today. If you're on the YouTube, if you're on the yeah, I'm just Apple podcast with the with the reviews, just put that hashtag Squatchy gang on there, okay? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And also, you can Let find me, that me thing popping. smooth as eggs on everything. Also, I do the industry special. I, I got a couple of days off work, so I'm going to do a couple of them, too. And, uh, you know, come check us out over there. Sneaker History Discord is where we do all the talking. So come find us. Yes, sir. You can find me at Nick Ingvall on all the platforms. Uh, more importantly, make sure you follow at Crown and Stitch everywhere. We're up to 120 something on the on the Instagram. So we got some people, some people connecting with us over there. Hopefully we can get the Twitter YouTube, going though. as well. And, you know. Get that YouTube number going up. Yep. So appreciate all of you for rocking with us, listening. Definitely hit us up. We're, we're, we're not, you know, we'll talk back. It's not That's that right. hard. We trying Drink to your be, coconut water. Stay hydrated, above anybody. People. Exactly. Thanks for rocking with us. Thanks for watching. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace. Watch you, gang. <laughs> <laughs>